Welcome to the Penny and Pops podcast. He's Spencer Penny Strode. I'm Adam Pops Papa Giorgio. Season's greetings to anyone celebrating this holiday season. Your 12 and 17 magic can't seem to get into gear yet in a season impacted by injuries and inconsistencies. 35% of the season is done. We're here to make it better by handing out Christmas presents to the team. And I will try not to give anyone coal. Let's go. Well, Penny, they say the uh, NBA season doesn't start till Christmas, so we decided to just wait two months before we came out with another podcast. So, um, gosh, we're not going to talk about any specific games just because there's like six-minute YouTube channels out there all the time that can summarize games for you and whatnot. And, you know, my optimistic 49 win uh, preseason <laughs> uh, prediction going into the season is not looking great right now. Not at the moment. Um, Looking at my uh, my game by game game breakdown, we should be seventeen and twelve right now. Instead, we're twelve and seventeen, so we flipped that. Um, so you take that five game difference in perspective. Instead of forty nine, we're on track somehow for forty four wins, which I would probably take that right now if you told me that right yeah, now. At this point, so I mean, we've already had more injury issues than than last season altogether. You know, we were six and seven, and then Vooch goes out with the ankle injury in the Toronto game. And he's out a month. Um, Michael Aaron Gordon goes out in the same game. Sporadic. Yeah, he's. I think I'm sure he's picked up like two more concussions this season already. Michael Carter Williams is hurt. He has hurt like everything, and he's like <laughs> bleeding more than anyone else in the league. Uh, Minu's been out since the last game of November. He got hurt, and he's got a. He didn't have MCL surgery. They're trying to heal it the natural way, which I'm hoping that tear is not terrible. But we'll we'll, we'll dive into. Uh, kind of giving out our gifts to uh, to the roster and to get them to improve, not just themselves, but just the team as a whole. So we're 12 and 17. I mean, go- going into this final stretch of the calendar year, we've got Chicago, Philly, at Milwaukee, and then Atlanta. So three of your last four games of the calendar year at home. Again, you're 12 and 17. We're recording this on a Sunday. Unless Charlotte miraculously beats Boston, the Magic will still be the eighth seed going into Monday night's game against Chicago. So overall, you don't want to be in this situation, but it could be worse right now. Right. Because this time last year, we were 14 and 15. Now we'd end up losing four straight, four straight, and fall to 14 and 19. But you know, we were coming off those two Mexico City home games, which we somehow won both. But I mean, it's one of those where. Look, this team should be better than what where they're at right now, but I'm seeing people want want you know after the Magic got decimated in Portland, I'm seeing people wanting the Magic to tank, and I'm just like, okay, calm down, all right. We're the eight seed. We're not tanking. Tanking has not worked for this team. It's worked for other franchises. Right. It just hasn't worked for us. So, um, I guess we can do some of, some of the news that's not a, on a per game thing, but. Just kind of talk about a few things before we actually start handing out gifts. So one of the things I want to talk about is um, how, what do you think of the orange jerseys I, and the I'm, orange court? I'm in a level with They're you. They're looking – well, okay. It's growing on me. It, it, Damn it. They are growing on me. 
Um, I'm a flexible human being, damn it. Okay, I, I can't. I can be, but well, uh, we've you and I were both in the building for the Golden State home game. Yeah, that was December first. Yeah, yeah, and, and the, we should have lost that game. But, um, the the presentation, the in arena presentation, they you know they swap out the the. Uh, uh, banners, the, yeah. You know the LED lighting is yeah. good. The arena staff switches out the blue lanyards for orange lanyards, and <laughs> yeah. all of that comes together, I think, pretty nicely and better than we thought. They give you great um, artisan orange beer too. <laughs> um, now, so um, it, it's one of those where actually I like our jerseys on the road more than at home. Because I'm thinking of the Pelican game, and they actually didn't. The gray actually looked pretty good on New yeah. Orleans court, so. Um, I still hate the ORL though. The ORL kills it for me because I'm not paying $55 for one of these, but they have, you know, the shirts that just have the primary logo and no ORL on it. They look good. Anything that just has that prime orange and anthracite gray, uh, primary logo or, you know, secondary primary logo, whatever. Yeah. It looks good. I just don't like the ORL, but the whole thing as a whole is actually look, you know, it's growing on me. So, and I've seen worse looks from other teams around the league, but um, so I guess we're okay with that. Uh, the Magic recently unveiled the the uh, the pinstripe court. Finally, I originally when we saw the, when I saw the design, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of it at all. Um, I, I I I thought the pinstripe would look too skinny, and then there was too much of a gap in between. It just wouldn't look good. But seeing it on TV, seeing the fo- the photos of it actually out there. It looks fine. I'm I'm good with it. I, I was I was worried that it it just wouldn't look good, but I I'm fine with the pinstripes. So I don't know if you want to talk about that. If not, no worries. We can. Yeah, you're always worried else. about it being too busy. I remember you know the uh, late '90s, like the Houston Rocket court with the navy blue and the. You know, well, like, that's just a a, yeah. a terrible logo, oh, and it, it. But I, I'm getting like those stripes were were awful. I thought just just. Terrible. But our court worked out. Looks good. Yeah. So. Um, let's see, uh, let's, are we, are you still pleasantly surprised that the Magic got Timothy Mozgov's contract completely taken off their books? Well, we need the flexibility based on how the year's gone. Yeah, we might still have to sign Jamal Crawford, I don't know, but, like, we went from pushing up against the tax to now because the 16.7 million contracts off the books and it got split up into, you know, five and a half million portions this year next year and the year after that those are completely gone now so the magic don't have to worry about the tax if they want to sign a veteran that's out there they can jamal crawford's basically the only guy you could think of in that instance but it also gives you a little bit more room for a trade as far as taking salary back so um well jamal crawford's not the only guy out there we could always take a jimmer for flyer once he comes back from china again well no he's in greece though he's he's played for panathinaikos so but that's okay no one knows where these guys are unless they're in the u.s anyway but he's actually been playing okay over there but um i think he's gonna stay in greece so seriously though the mozgov thing contract coming off the books i think is gonna play up quite a role here in the coming months since you know now it's trade we're in trade season now and the magic have about depending on who you talk to about seven and a half to ten million wiggle room now leaning up against the luxury tax to where again they can take some money in now when it comes to trades and maybe we'll talk about some of that when we're getting giving out gifts but um, I, I do want to say, add one other thing Daryl Armstrong is going to be the ninth member of the magic Hall of Fame. He's being inducted officially in February when uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks come to town because Daryl's been like an assistant coach for the Mavericks for like a decade now. And um, I 
I think he was probably next on my list personally, probably. Maybe you could talk about Hito. Um, Jameer hasn't officially retired yet, so I'm sure they're waiting on him. There's a couple other candidates, but I'm assuming Daryl's not not a complaint for you for him to get into the Magic I, Hall of Fame, no, Penny. Very well-deserved honor, and also on the whole, not just for the Magic Hall of Fame, but I think the organization's done a really good job, especially in the last year or two, in terms of... Uh, Mending fences, you know, when, when we yeah. shipped him out or didn't re-sign him and he ended up in New Orleans, there were some hurt feelings there for a while. So. Well, there was also um, some law enforcement well, controversy, I, 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 part, a yeah. little bit there. Yeah. Um, but but uh, 15, 16 years, I guess, is enough time to, to mend the fences. Yeah, and uh, it's, look, I I was there when he when he got the steal and the buzzer beater against the Sixers and his... Uh, in that lockout year where he he's the only NBA player in history to win most improved player in six man of the year. He's probably, that's probably going to always be the case moving forward now. So that's a good trivia question for you to know in that regard. But, um, I, I, you know, Daryl is one of those guys. He's Mr. Hard and hustle him and Bo outlaw. People are always going to have those two tied to him, uh, to, to that team, uh, to that 99, 2000 team. And, Look, he, he he went from a human victory cigar to uh, in those midnight on those mid nineties teams to Richie Adubato starting him at point guard next to Penny in the ninety seven series against Miami, and then he's the captain for pretty much once Penny's gone for the for the last five years that he spends in Orlando basically. Well, I mean, you talk about the heart and hustle team. John Gabriel just mentioned it. We all feel the same way. The you know obviously the two teams that went to the finals are probably one and two but in 31 years of magic basketball the heart and hustle team is top three and his story uh he was working in a a, he was working in a fucking yarn factory yeah (laughs) i mean he was working in a yarn factory uh and fayetteville yeah and turned in a you know quite a remarkable the man was playing basketball in cyprus i don't know of anybody that's played basketball in cyprus that then ends up playing in the nba and that that might he might be the only one i'm not i'm not kidding when i when i say that so um, the Magic Hall of Fame. He's playing more div- complete. With he was him. playing Division Two basketball in Spain. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable yeah. how, how how he came about doing what he did. All hopped up, hopped up on coffee and floor and getting the floor burn at least once every game, basically. So, um, salute to you, Daryl. You deserve it. That February game is going to be interesting. I hope he gets a good ovation because you know a lot of the people that go to those games don't really know a lot of good past Magic history. Right. So yep. it's probably not going to be a good ovation, and we'll worry about it then. But Okay, let's get into gift time. Um, it's going to lead me into a Twitter question. So Jonathan Cooper at DXWWF3 has a two-part question. One of them is, what is the most glaring weakness on this Magic team right now, and is it time to move Aaron Gordon? So if you want to address the first question, and then we can talk about Aaron as our first player that we're giving a gift to. Well, we'll tackle uh, the the first part of the question first. So the first question first, the most glaring weakness, obviously, is lack of uh, shooting and shot creation, right? It's I fair. Mean, I mean, we're... Is there gosh. anything that's more glaring than that? I mean, we're pretty much bottom of the league in like shooting efficiencies, and pretty close to bottom of the league in three point shooting. And it's, I mean, it it our offense is ugly. It's way worse than it was last season. It was definitely way worse than it was the final twenty plus games of last season. Anyway, so it's one of those things where 
it's not even that the Magic don't have a go-to finisher down the stretch. The Magic just don't have a go-to guy to stop the bleeding. Yeah. Perfect example is that loss in Denver where you go down. Isaac gets into foul trouble early in the third quarter, and Denver just immediately gets a 24-0 run going against us. 24-0 run. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you you would think you would stumble into a free throw or something. Just something. And that's the most frustrating part because I actually don't mind that that there's some potential diversity down the stretch of a game when you could close. You can give it to Vooch. You can give it to Fournier. You can have Ross take a shot if he's open. Like, it, it's fine. Uh, and for the most part, Fournier's the finisher. And you know what? He's actually done all right. You really, I mean, for as much as people want to knock Fournier, you can't really... Uh, and we'll get to him, you know, with the gifts and but whatnot. Clutch but clutch statistics yeah. and and putting the ball in his hands down the stretch has been our best option by far. So I think you laid out the glaring weakness thing pretty well with, with that. I don't need to add any more to it. I don't think it's pretty self-explanatory. Our, our offense sucks right now, and when our defense isn't one hundred percent focused all the time, which it, it's it's really hard to do from an, in an NBA game. But I mean, the Magic have gone like quarter quarters in games where they won't play great defense and then they'll end up losing by a few and it's like right look if their offense was better it wouldn't be an issue but since our offense isn't that great you really have to play fantastic defense all the time and it's 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 going to be interesting to see how how it how it goes moving forward so all right so we're going to talk about Aaron Gordon um yeah let's do you think it's time to, to trade him or do you think it's time to explore trades I mean it's I mean Look, you're always taking phone calls. You're always curious about stuff. But are you in the camp where you think he should get dealt? Because he's averaging 13.2 points per game. That's gone up a bit. There was a point where Isaac was averaging more per game than he was. But he's at 13.2. It's still it, his, This is his sixth season now. He's in his sixth season right now. That 13.2 is his lowest average scoring average since his third season with us. Yeah. Um, his shooting percentages... He's shooting a career-worst 40.6% from the field. He's shooting 29.4% from three. And, I mean, even I mean, even some of the defensive stuff, I mean, he's, his total rebounds are down. He's only averaging seven rebounds per game. It's, it's just, it's disappointing. And I just, I, I think if you're going to improve anywhere on the raw, on the starting five, it's his position now. It's no longer yeah. point guard. I think Fournier has clearly proven he's not the weak link right now, even though we'll talk about his issues too in a bit. <laughs> but he's not, the, he's not the issue right now. So do you start trying to see if maybe you can get, well, one, who would you trade him for? Right. Two, are you looking for a young asset that, you know, maybe he's in like his second, third, maybe fourth year, you know, and, and has an opportunity to really grow into a starting role? Or what, what are you thinking in this regard? Uh, I so I agree that to improve the roster, really the only tradable candidate is Aaron Gordon. So I think the question stems from the fact that we're all frustrated with the where the Magic's record is at and the product that we're seeing on the floor. Is it reactionary to try and call for Aaron Gordon to be traded today? Yeah, it might be a little early. I think. Uh, you, he does have a what five? You know, one, two, three, four, five, six-year track record of 
shooting a better percentage from two, shooting a better percentage from three, and doing more with his athleticism defensively and on the boards than he has so far this year. So you hope that he would regress to the mean there. I, I do think he's playing hurt, which is the other right. issue. Like especially, gosh, in the in the Utah game where he's trying to to defend Donovan Mitchell down the stretch, which first off, that NBA report two minute report that came out where Mitchell got away with the charge which Aaron Gordon gets charged for right. all the time by throwing an elbow when yeah. he's trying to score. The exact same call. The exact same call went against him this time, and that probably decided the game, actually. I mean, basically. Here's, um, here's my question for you. Okay. Has Jonathan Isaac surpassed Aaron Gordon in terms of two-way versatility and overall value to the roster? Yes. And on top of that, I think once Aaron Gordon came back from his ankle injury, too— it actually, it's been hurting Isaac's production as well, because we saw what Isaac was doing, how well he was playing without Vooch and without Aaron Gordon. And I think now, I don't want to say that Aaron and, and Isaac can't play well off of each other, but clearly for what the franchise needs and what the team needs, you're probably going to have to get rid of one of the two, probably. Well, we've talked about it for the last year or two that eventually, and this, is, and this know, might be eventually now. Right, no, no secret that the Magic need to consolidate and balance their roster. And the move is to take a wing and trade for a guard, right? Yeah. So is, is today the day? I am not sure about that. I'd like to see... Also, the names being thrown out right. there, I don't like any of them. I don't want DeMar DeRozan. He's, no. he's aging himself out, and his game just does not work for where the league is right now and for what the Magic need. The Magic don't need two-pointers. The Magic are fine with two-pointers. They get them from Vooch, AG, Evan, Fultz. Fultz is fucking amazing at two-pointers. And it's just like, I need a guy who can hit threes. Now, if you move Aaron Gordon, presumably, do you package it? You have to package him with who? Evan Fournier? Expiring? Well... See, this is where it gets interesting because I feel like you can't get rid of both right now. Not if you want to keep continuity to push unless the Unless you think you can actually get like a, a borderline all-star or like a guy that's like really... Because Aaron Gordon's still really freaking good. And there's a coaching staff out there looking at how he's playing and going, what the fuck are they doing with this guy? And some of that's coaching, I think. Some of that, and this is my present for him. My present is to give him the high, the, the best highlight reel possible of Phoenix Suns prime Sean Marion. <laughs> that's what I want. To give, that's what I'm giving him. Watch the film. Watch how that guy played. Again, 2010 guy. Easy. Didn't need the ball that much. You fucking just cut to the hole. You play defense. You get out in transition. You can dribble the ball well in transition. You don't have to pretend like you're freaking, you know, Kawhi Leonard trying to dipsy do your way through the hole or anything. Yeah. It's just like you have this athleticism now. You're shooting like shit right now, so you need to get to the hole more. You have to because that's eventually going to get your shot going as well. Because he's gone back to what he was doing not last season but the season before, where he's doing like some of the sidestep fadeaway things and like yeah. his feet or and legs are splayed out all over the place. It's like no wonder he can't hit any of those shots. Well, that was the whole talk over the off season is that he spent his entire off season. The sole focus was to improve his post game, and the post uh, he isn't posted up. The post game turns into a, a mid range turnaround jumper, right? yeah, contested all the time. So if we are handed, which out Isaac presents, is better at that than him too, he's got more length to get it off too. T Mac. Spends like two hours with Jonathan Isaac, and Isaac is literally throwing out like all these McGrady like jumpers. And it's just like, what would happen if you spent like a week with him? Like, so, if we are giving presents to Aaron Gordon, then mine would be to uh, 
whatever red pill or blue pill i don't to, are you to, going with a matrix I, reference needs to channel the self-confidence into appropriate areas okay right well i mean do we think he's being distracted by stuff too i mean it's because it, he's he's you already he's doing he, the mental already, health thing he's, he's already got his money yeah. He doesn't need to prove, you know, he doesn't, it's not planned for a well, contract. That's why, well, that's now. why he's on a, he's in, he's a good trade ship too. Cause he's right. on a descending contract that it's, you get two more, two full seasons of him locked up too. So it's a very tradable contract right now. And I mean, he's, he's, he's very talented. He's, he can be very good. He's just not, he's just doing more than You're he's capable of doing he's right doing now. He's doing too much and he's done, and he's done too much in the past. So and it's just one of those where it's like the formula was there. Like, he, he had the best series at, against the Raptors than any Magic player. He did. Overall, that whole series, you look at the numbers, he improved his numbers in that Raptor series than what he had in the regular season. And so it's – he tried to make this jump that he didn't necessarily have to make in the way he's doing it. If he would have just focused on his strengths, his athleticism, his ability to dominate the rim if he wants to get in the paint and get to the rim, he can do that. And instead, he's just he's trying to become a jump shooter. And it's just not working out for him right now. And I don't know what, you know, I don't want DeMar DeRozan. I don't want Drew Holiday. I think we're okay with what we got from a point guard's perspective right now. And from an age perspective, again, I don't want to get a guy that's in their 30s or about to be 30, you know. So... You know, as good as, you know, DeRozan, look, talented. He can get you probably 20 points per game, but that doesn't mean that your team's going to get better. Right. Drew Holiday, you don't know where his motivation's at. I mean, he looks defeated as with the Pelicans right now. It's it's kind of sad for him right now. Uh, but so, you know, I'm thinking more of a guy like, you know, Anthony Simons from Portland. Like, I'm thinking young. That's, maybe that's maybe fine. a little bit more proven than that. Yeah. Because, I mean, right off the top of my head, like, I feel like you could trade Aaron Gordon and get back, like, Kent Bazemore's contract. You can get back, um, and Bazemore's proved in the Portland game. He's he's still got some shooting in him. He can defend a little bit here and there, but you got to ship him out west. I don't know if that's like Sacramento, where you can maybe try and pry away like a Bogdan Bogdanovich or something. I don't know. I mean, again, you're giving yourself options. It's just all about what do you want, what do you think your weaknesses are, and so that's about that's all I want to say with Aaron Gordon right now because once we start talking about some of these other guys, we can then kind of delve into okay. How do we want? How do we want this roster to be moving forward? Kind of a little bit. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to move on to Evan Fournier now. So, leading Magic scorer right now. He's dipped down a little bit since uh, Vucevic came back, which that was going to happen. Um, but he was over 20 points per game. He's at 19.6 points per game right now, shooting a career high in three point percentage. He's shooting 42.3 percent from three. That's fantastic. It's an awesome number. Right. Um, field goal percentage 47.6 percent. That's basically a career high if you throw out his rookie year, it is. Um, I mean, you know, even his turnovers aren't terrible. He's, out, he's under two per game. Um, my gift for him would be uh, a conscience in, late <laughs> in the fourth quarter. You know, as much as, much as we had to rely on him and during uh, the soft part of our schedule uh, a couple weeks ago when Vooch was still out and he had to be the guy late. Yeah. Because we kind of thought that'd be Aaron Gordon. That hasn't really happened either. But, um, you know, Evan has to be the guy in crunch time. But there's quite a few games that we could probably pull up off the top of my head where, and it just so happens that Markel Fultz was the one that was wide open every time, where he'd have two, three guys 
covering his his pathway to the hole or to the rim late in the game, and he would instead, you know, throw up a, a, a tough jumper, which sometimes he'll make, sometimes he doesn't, but it'd be a lot easier to just give it to a guy that's open for a three-pointer, yeah. you know, be it Isaac, be it Fultz, be it AG. Look, those our shooting is is probably worse than what it'll end up being still come the end of the season. It was really bad the first couple of weeks of the season. It was like the Knicks were better than us. Like it was we were bottom of the barrel for like 3 weeks there for for the time being for that time. So, but I just need Folds I I just need Fournier to just kind of just expand his vision a little bit. Expand his court vision. Don't do the tunnel the tunnel thing where it's just you and the rim. Like yeah. if you're being double teamed and if you're especially being triple teamed, somebody's fucking open. Get them the ball. <laughs> but other than that, I don't really have complaints for him because this is technically a contract year for him. It, it is because I mean he could pick up his player option even though there's not a lot of money out there. He could probably get more than seventeen million from somewhere else. Or you know? I mean he's 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 gonna opt out to lock up. A longer-term deal, right. maybe. Yeah. I mean, that that's the other option, too. And, again, that kind of goes into, okay, what do you want to do? And we can talk about Ross here next in a second. But um, it's one of those where, look, he can get $17 million elsewhere this summer. It's just going to have to be with, like, the Kings or, like, Atlanta. So do you want to go that route, or do you want to stay with the team that, you know, you're, you're 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 pretty comfortable with them now. I mean, Fournier's been with the Magic. Gosh, how many seasons now? One, two, three, four, five. This is sixth season with the Magic now, and so it's one of those two where you know, do you, do you say, hey, I like what I got here, especially since he's buddies with Vooch, and right. you know, as long as the Magic don't plan on trading Vooch away, then maybe he'll want to stay longer term here too. But I mean. He's he's playing he's playing better than I even expected him to do. He played all he played bad last season. He was terrible in the in the Toronto series, but yeah. we knew he would shoot better than he did. I don't think we expect him to shoot better than this though. That's that's the thing. So yeah. um I don't know you know what if you have a gift in mind for him or if well, you want to expound on that. What career highs so far this year in points per game, uh in three point percentage and three point attempts too, so he's doing it with volume. You really, yeah, six six and a half yeah. threes per game. You, yeah, you really can't game. gripe about his offensive performance. Maybe a little bit defensively. I mean, it's not that it's not that bad offense. though. Yeah. It's really not that bad because Aaron. I mean, that's the one, that's the only thing Aaron Ag's got going for him is he's typically defending the best wing out there. Um, um, Isaac sometimes picks him up, but it's typically him. Sometimes Fournier helps him out, but I mean Evans' defense. Look, he's not getting killed like he was against Danny Green in the in in the uh, in the Raptors series. So, I I don't have too many issues defensively with him right now. So my gift for him in that same vein, you you don't mind the shooting, you do mind the playmaking, and not only the blinders and the tunnel vision, but I think I'd like to gift him a, a metronome. This year. <laughs> oh, maybe, okay. Maybe get him. To get a little more on rhythm, and instead of waiting a beat and and throwing it after someone has already you know lost the rhythm and not quite in the shot pocket and throwing it right at Markel's thoracic outlet, <laughs> like, God. he the passing could be there, but even when it's there, it's not there on time. It's not crisp. Yeah. yeah. So, arguably, his best pass is Artevuch. That's about it, basically. So that's the one issue with that, but. I mean, right now, if you had to decide, one, 
Would you keep? Would you try to keep Fournier for? What would would you want to keep Fournier after this season? Two, would you try to get him on a long term deal, or would you prefer to just try and pick up his player option? Well, I, for the Magic's purposes, I think you would want him to pick up his player option. You get one more year, but if you're talking about actual. For it's more of like a confidence thing. Like, yeah. like, do you like him long term? Like, I'm not there yet. No, I'm not there yet. No, but, but but in terms of like team structure and stuff, if he wants to come back for three years at 45, you probably sign that contract. Right? Man, that's low for him. That's, I'm just saying, if you can get him at that, I'll, I'll sign him yeah. that because you could easily trade that contract. Yeah. I mean, because he's, I mean, from an age perspective, like he's fine. He's 27. He just turned 27 like two months ago. Yeah. So. I mean, he's technically entering his prime now, and so, and I, I don't think he has a dunk yet this season, which is kind of <laughs> weird. So, like most of his stuff, it's literally, I mean, it's mostly been on the perimeter, and so I think he's been good, I, 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 especially in comparison to some of the other team guys on the team, which we'll get to now probably. So, um, but I mean, overall, I can't complain too much about Evan. Other than in the last few minutes of, of games. Right. Um, but even then, I mean, he's come up clutch a few times. So, all right, let's do Terrence Ross now. Okay. Because there's kind of that – there's some Magic fans kind of think it should be one or the other when it comes to this team. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, especially because Terrence Ross is shooting like shit this year. Uh, he's His averages are down. He's down 12.6 points per game. He was our leading scorer in the preseason, but he's down to 12.6 points per game right now in the regular season. He's shooting 40.5% from the field, period. And he's shooting 32.9% from three, which is about as bad as he was uh, in his injury-riddled 2017-2018 season. That's not going to get it done. The man shot way better last season. He shot 38.3% from three last season. And we actually thought this year he'd actually shoot a little bit better. Right. Because for the most part, I still think his looks have been overall, I think, better than last season, in my mind. Maybe not. You can you can push back on me on that, but I I think the the four people that he's sharing the floor with this year are more talented and and have more gravity on, yeah. on the offensive end. I don't know if the looks have been as bad as people think, but I also think he's been forcing more, probably yeah. still with last year's confidence, right? Well, yeah, and look, he's he's got the green light till Clifford yeah. tells him no, which I guess he hasn't because otherwise he he'd get the hook. But um, he's he's the human torch; he's got the green light or yeah. whatnot. So, I mean, here's can I can I just can I bestow a gift? For yeah, a, sure, go for it. Mine's gonna be simple. I'm gonna just hand him right back a number thirty-one jersey. Let's get back to last year. Yeah, that's I yeah. I, I had a gift idea, but yeah. yours is better. I'm going with that. I'm 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 giving him an authentic 31 jersey. You <laughs> game don't worn, game worn 31 jersey. None of the replica stuff. Here's your 31. Um, and yeah, well, that's gosh, man, he has been so disappointing to me because. When he needed him with some of these injuries, he just has not shown up. I it's it's been very frustrating, and maybe he'll he'll get going again. I mean, he too. It feels like everybody's been getting hurt this season, so it's one of those where I think I don't know if you listened to the Ringer podcast with uh, Bill, you know Bill Simmons and Kevin Garnett and Adam yeah. Sandler, but um, KG kind of makes the point that everybody's hurt during the season, right? And so. Um, but he needs the he needs to find his old human torch form, and 
he probably can't change his number now without taking a fine. It'd be the Michael Jordan playoff thing, probably, where you can't change your number unless you get traded, basically. Um, but I, Russ is is still our go to six man, and he just needs to he just needs to act like it again. Yeah. You know, it's it's thirty two percent's not going to get it done. That's I'm just going to leave it at that. So um, so let's go to our all star from last season, uh, Nikola Vucevic. He was out a month with that ankle sprain. You already said the Magic were 6-7, and seven, and then he gets hurt in the Raptors game, and then it's like, ah, crap, we got to deal without him for a month. Yeah. And we were actually looking okay, um, mostly that because you know we're beating teams like Cleveland and Golden State and stuff. and Barely hanging for on. The most, hey, man, we're winning. for the most part this season, we've been good about beating bad teams. Right, which is important. Which is important, and it's better than what we did last season. Yeah. Last season, I think we lost like 19 games, I think, to teams that were under 500, which is way too many. The problem this season is we can't punch above our weight. Right. But at least we're winning the games that we, we that you would expect to win. Now, that kind of went to the wayside when we got killed by Portland. But, but Vooch has been back, and he's still, you can kind of tell, he's still trying to get settled in. He's not getting the ball nearly as much as I want him to, but that's always that's been the case for like six years now plus. So, yeah. um, I mean, he's in his eighth season now with us, which they go by quick. But he's still, his averages, they're down from last season, which we expected. We were hoping for higher efficiency, but we didn't expect him to average 20.8 points per game. I actually thought he'd grab more rebounds than the 12 he did last season. Right now, he's at 17.4 points per game, 11.2 rebounds per game. His assists are even down a little bit. He's at 3.4 from 3.8. Shooting's got to get a little bit better. He's still... He needs to find... He needs to get settled down. He needs to really kind of get it going here now. Some of that, too, is he needs more touches. I mean, I'm looking at... His field goals, his field goal attempts are down by about uh, one and a half or two field goal attempts per game. Um, but he's shooting only 44.4% from the field. That's 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 his lowest of his career so far. Um, the 30% from three-point range is really hurting it, hurting him because, I mean, he's he's getting to the free throw line a little bit bet more. But I mean, at three a game, that doesn't mean anything. Right. So um, it's it's one of those where. I want to give I want to give him like a like a on off switch basically. I want him to just or actually no, I want to give him like some night like a nitrogen boost or something basically, <laughs> where like if you're playing like one of those arcade racing games and you hit like the nitrous or whatever and it's like you boost you know it gets you going. That's kind of what I want for Vooch because he's kind of there, there's certain games where you can kind of see in certain stints like out of a timeout like oh Clifford's telling him okay we gotta get Vooch the ball but other than that like he's not getting many touches in the post most of his attempts it feels like now are jumpers at this point and you just got to get him some easy buckets I think and I, I, it's one of those where again I didn't expect him to become an all, to be an all-star again this season I thought you know, other players would take more scoring and, and whatnot. And just the team as a whole would improve. Right. But I, I, he, clearly with the team struggling, he needs to take on more of a role like he did last season, I think, again. I think he needs to do a little bit more. And I don't know if that's, if that's yelling at dudes to get him the ball or whatnot, which isn't his forte, but he, he's got to do more. He's got to find a way to just kind of take over a little bit more. And most Magic fans are going to cringe that hate him, but whatever, I don't care. Well, um, I mean, he, he's obviously the focal point of the offense, and they've tried. But I feel like it's not enough, though. No, it's, no. It's, they, it's, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's like it's a focal point, but is it really? Because yeah. it doesn't look like that most games. My, my present in that same vein would be uh, 
he I'm gonna get him somebody who can throw a proper entry pass. Oh. <laughs> you know what's you know what's disgusting? Here's the thing. I think the best entry pass guy for him has been Jonathan Isaac. Yeah. And some of that's because he's seven foot, basically, even though he's still listed as six ten, which yeah, okay, go yeah, fine. He's seven foot, but um even like Fournier struggles to get him the ball, and it's just like, man, you're right. If, if, the lost art of the entry pass is, is really it's it's hurting him for sure, and uh, it's it's one of those where it, I feel like if we could just get have more of a focus on him, because then his assist numbers will go up, and right. we'll get more open looks. I and, mean, he's not a selfish player. No, at all, you know? and that's you the other give it thing. To him, get it back. And that's the other thing. It's just like, man. It, it, we just got to find a way to get back to last season offensively. Some of that, too, is getting the confidence because, again, he had a really bad ankle sprain where it's like he had a bone bruise, and he got back fairly quick. He did. He got back within a week. He could have gone, like, six weeks. or Sorry, he got back within, like, four weeks. He should have been six weeks or eight weeks, but he got back fairly quick. But now it's like, okay, you've had some games now that you've been able to play. It's just like... Now, now you got to turn it on. Now you got to go. Now it's like some of that. It's you know you're kind of testing yourself. You're like, I don't want to hurt myself, but now it's like, okay, you're out there. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, are you in the camp that uh, you're still good with Vooch long term right now, or are you like no? Yeah. Are you like some of the Mo Bamba lovers out there? I I Um, haven't seen enough. Or Kem Birch lovers as much as I love Kem Birch. So we love them, but not for 32 minutes a night. All right. Okay, let's get some good some good news. All right, uh, Jonathan Isaac. Here we go. Okay, uh, let's see. Twelve point three points per game, career high. Um, he's no longer the league leader in shot blocks per game or block shots per game. He's at two point six, but he's he's hovering around there. I'm yeah. assuming Anthony Davis has has that right now. But go, um, let's go down the list, right? So twelve point one points, career high. Two point six blocks, career high. One point three steals, career high. 1.3 assist, career high. Seven rebounds a night, also a career high. Three-point percentage, 34.5%. Which is fine. Career I'm okay high with that. And good enough. And good enough for what he does out there. Yeah. And so, and he's doing it at, he's up to 30 minutes per game. That's the other thing is, right. there's a lot of people that think these guys need to play a lot more. I my, and maybe we should we should save a present later for Clifford. We'll do that. Actually, right. I'm gonna say we'll save Cl- the coaching staff at Clifford some stuff. Maybe, but, but but of the 30 minutes now we talked about before the season started, he was on a minutes limit. Who's on the floor too. for crunch time now? He's he's cracking the final five rotation for the most yeah. part. There's still right. games right. where right. it's like, yeah. why is he not out there? But yeah. some of it still, it's like it's learning experience. But like. He's 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 our defensive center hole. Like he's he's our guy basically yeah. right now. He's protecting the rim. He's doing the stuff that Vooch can't do. And since Aaron Gordon has to guard the perimeter so much, like Isaac's the guy that's swatting stuff. Yeah. And it's funny how people have been taking the Andre Kirilenko comparison from me this season, uh, defensively. But he's got some Kevin Durant in him offensively. He's showing it in spurts. Maybe we should call it McGrady stuff because he's throwing McGrady jumpers up there now. But like when he wants to score. He can fucking score, and I, I'm I'm just gonna give my gift now. It's like yeah. I want him to take like a two week lesson with Tracy McGrady for scoring because we saw what two hours did for him, and it's just like just give him like a two week lesson with him. We'll, we'll, it's, I, yeah. Space it out between like <laughs> some of the, you, you have after this Bulls game, you have like four days off until that Friday game, you know, between in Christmas and whatnot, and then like take do the rest during the All Star break or something. Yeah. But like. Um, He's he's 
I think he's going to be our most important player moving forward. He's he's up there. Between him and Fultz, it's like kind of neck and neck as far as uh, the future goes right now. But uh, I like what I see from Isaac. I want him to be more selfish. That's the reason why I want him to, to spend two weeks with McGrady yeah. because it's like the Kobe thing where it's like, I want you to be an asshole offensively. Like, hold on. Like, get to the hole more. If you got to shoot more shots, great. You may miss some more than you make here originally, but, like, that's going to pay off long term. Yeah. And especially when you have guys not shooting the ball well, like Aaron Gordon, I'd much rather have Isaac shoot the ball right now. I think that's my gift. I If we could do, like, a mind meld or maybe him, <coughs> him and Aaron Gordon could go to, like, a couple's float tank session <laughs> and just... You give you give Jonathan Isaac Aaron Gordon's offensive mentality, yeah, and see what the results are. All right, I'm down with that. That that works for me. Um, gosh, I mean, because for the most part he's been healthy. Like, well, other than other than uh, the jersey issue where <laughs> tie your shoes, he apparently didn't really tie his shoes, and he didn't wear his ankle bra- uh, bra- uh, well, not ankle braces, ankle supports, I guess. To the uh, Disney Springs event where they unveiled the uh, the Anthracite Gray City jerseys, um, you know. Other than that, he's been healthy for the most part this year. So, um, I, as long as he can stay healthy, I, I like where we're going with him. And look, this is his third season. His rookie season, he only played twenty seven games. He's basically he hasn't even played technically two full seasons of games yet. He's at like a season and a half of games played right. in his third season in the in the league. So he's right there. He's getting there. And I like what I see from him. And if we can just get him some more offensive looks now, I feel like we'll, we'll, be, we'll be okay. So especially when you're in a situation now where it's like we kind of thought we're hoping that the Magic would be like the fourth or fifth seed this season. But when you got teams like Miami, Toronto, and Indiana like doing better than we thought they would do, it's like you can kind of experiment a bit, especially when you know that you're probably looking at the seventh or eighth seed right now. Yeah, there's not a lot of wiggle room this year. So, I mean, the top six, it's it's a really good top six. There's some people that think the top six in the East is better than the top six in the West, which it may not be wrong. I don't know from a strength perspective, but um, I'm overall pretty happy with Isaac right now. Speaking of another guy I'm overall happy with, we keep the happiness going, Markel Fultz. We went from, you know, I made the prediction that he would start by, I think, Christmas, I think I said. And he ended up starting, like, November 2nd yeah. was when he got the start over DJ Augustine with no injuries being involved. And so, Markel Fultz averaging 11.6 points per game, career highs. Um, I mean, he's played 28 games. He started 23 of them now. So, obviously, his averages are going to go up a bit more, probably. Um, even though, look, like, his last season with Philly... He played only 19 games, but he did start 15 of them as well. So, um, but he's got career highs as well in you know steals 1.2 per game, um, assists 4.1 per game. He's his free throw percentage, his free throw shooting 76.2 percent passable, very passable, especially when you realize Russell Westbrook shot like 67 percent from the line last season. Right. So, um, very good with that three point percentage. It's 25% right now, but I saw this. I think someone tweeted it out a couple days ago, but like his last 15 games, 35% on threes. Awesome. All you need. Oh, that's We're getting there. Yeah. So, and then from a field goal percentage, he's still at 47.5% from the field. You know why? Because he's like, a, he's an elite finisher at the rim. Yeah. 
elite, not just on the team, in the league. And some of the dunks he's pulling off, I didn't know he had that in him. I really didn't. I, I'd seen the Washington highlights. I saw, I mean, you see some of the high school clips and stuff. I, I didn't know he had some of these dunks that he has in him. But he's arguably had like some of the most explosive plays out of any Magic player this season. He had basically the game-winning clinching dunk against the Wizards that he got the steal, and he's he's dunking on Davis, on uh, Davis Bertans, I believe. I can't remember. I can't remember if it was Bertans or not. But like, he's had some really great, just explosive plays, and he's he's had some clutch buckets down the stretch of games. And yep. for the most part, he's finishing out games. It's not Augustine. It's it's him. So. Um, I mean, the only gift I would give him is just more three-point reps, just more, just like in practice, and because I mean his percentages are going up right now anyway. But like, if we can just get more of those reps going for him from deep, I, I, I can't, I can't ask for much more from yeah. him right now. I really can't. I wave a magic wand and lift whatever potential minutes restriction is still on him. But other than that... Which, supposedly, it's now off, which... I mean, he's averaging 26 minutes per game right now, so it's it's going to start going up more here. But it's kind of tough, though, because Augustine, and we'll talk to him in a second, but um, Augustine had a pretty good road trip overall, shooting-wise. But yeah. even that, then it's like no one... Fultz isn't getting played off the court. It's, it's not happening. His defense is fantastic. Just his size alone at six four, it's just it's invaluable. It's 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 this kid's r- ridiculous right now, and I can't imagine what's going to happen if one he finishes out this season healthy, and two he has a full off season to be able to actually like work on his game because yeah. everything from fifteen feet and in looks awesome. His jumper's amazing. Like he he's a really good two point shoot, you know, two point shooter. He really is. It's just once you get past like twenty feet or whatnot, and you get out into three point territory, it's it's not there yet. You see the hitch and whatnot, but inside that three point line, like you don't see much of a hitch on his shots, and just some of these dribbling moves that he's doing to like get into the lane, and then just some of the turnaround jumpers that he's throwing up there. I mean, it's it's amazing, yeah. and I. This this trade just gets better and better every week, especially when Jonathan Simmons isn't in the league, and it's just like, yeah, man. And Sixers fans are like, are pretty are pretty jealous still right now at the moment. And I don't know if you want to expound on Fultz or if you got a gift for. I mean, you kind of mentioned it already, but um, I, yeah, I mean, I you pretty much covered all the bases there. You can I don't think you could have asked for a better first what 27 28 games yeah. from him. And he's and, been healthy. He's yeah. been he, he has. So, let's uh let's keep him healthy and see what happens. Um so another guy, so we we talked about we're talking about Augustine now uh who have you been listening to his podcast? I've caught one. I've caught one. It's all right. He's okay. He's okay. Yeah. It's he. I, I feel. I don't know. Did you hear the Magic Pod Squad interview that they did with Fultz and Augustine? I kind of want Fultz to get the pod the podcast <laughs> because the kid when he gets comfortable, he he's pretty loose. He's yeah. good with it. He's so very personable. Also, he eats a lot of Chick Fil A. <laughs> like, yeah. How many? Ca- did, did you know? Could you guess how many calories that would be? That meal that he eats? It's like I, a three-part meal, basically. Yeah. I I would imagine the sick part is that the Cobb salad's probably the the most fattening. Out of right? Because what is it that he tries to throw in there? He he, he puts like chicken tenders in this. Uh, I was just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's probably like three thousand calories that meal. Yeah, they but burn it off. I, yeah, and he's in great shape. Yeah. No, he's in great shape. He's yeah. He's way way trimmer than when than when we got him in March or yeah. whatnot. So or February. So, um, but 
Okay, let's go to DJ Augustine. He's averaging 10.4 points per game, 29 games this season, six six starts. He started those six games, and then Fultz kind of took over. Um, 39.8% from the field. That's way down from his 47% from the field. And then his three-point percentage is really down. He went from 42.1%, which was amazing last season, to 32.7% this season, which is not good. No. And so... And that's factoring in this good we- uh, we- you know, road trip he just had, yeah. where he got his jersey retired in New Orleans, and he's just he's just going off. He had, he had like a couple twenty point point games on that trip. So, um, gosh, but he's been healthy, and honestly, when, on the on the Magic career backup point guard spectrum, he's still pretty good from that re- speaking in that regard. But, um, I mean, I can't. I can't give him a gift that makes him six four. You know, <laughs> he's he's listed at six foot, but he's shorter than that. And I I don't know. Can I even even in the podcast that he was talking about with the Magic Pod Squad, where he's talking about how like Stan Van Gundy was going crazy over Jason Williams' defense, and Jason's like, my mind wants to do it, but my body can't. And Augustine's already talking about that. I'm just like, yeah, man, and and he's. He's 32, and yeah. it's well, just like can we can we chip in and and together we'll get him the Costco size icy hot. Yeah, let's do let's that. Just, let's let's just. Yeah. I I think we're we're okay. We just got spoiled a lot last season. Um, maybe now, maybe you know, since the Jersey retirement, in New Orleans, maybe that he keeps that going, and we'll see. And if he does, then we're he might be out there finishing games with Markell on the court, right? We we might see some more of that. I don't know, but I'd rather not, just because from a defensive perspective, teams really try to pick on him a lot. And yeah, we'll leave it at that. But Augustine's not really the issue right now from a from a bench perspective. One guy who is an issue from a bench perspective, Mo Bamba. So, oh man, okay, this guy's twenty one still. He's he's averaging five point nine points per game. Uh, gosh, he's, he's shooting 37% from threes at about three and a half per clip attempts. So that's not bad now. That's, that's okay. Um, shooting only 44 and a half percent from the field though. That's basically what Vooch is shooting right now too, I think. So, um, it's not good though. He has no post move whatsoever. Like he, he, he just can't do anything in the paint. He was a defensive liability for much of this season he kind of woke up a little bit finally once Vooch got hurt and he started getting minutes. But he should have been the one starting, not Birch. But because he was so terrible, that coaching staff just does not trust him with big minutes. He was on a minutes restriction. He was sitting back-to-backs until Vooch got hurt, which just goes to show that the Magic coaching staff probably still would rather have Birch play. Because if Bamba really was hurt or was still on like a minutes restriction or whatever he wouldn't have been playing those back-to-backs. Right. So uh, it's a trust thing with that. And, gosh, I... Here's, here's Mike. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give him... I, there's, he needs a lot, right? There was a lot on his wish list. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to spring for the butt injections. And we'll put a little more on his <laughs> He needs frame. more ass. He yeah. needs more ass. I, if he could just set better screens... He'd be more valuable. Not only would he get... I mean, look, he's getting open shots at three, right? But not only would he get cleaner looks on the perimeter, but if you could pin someone on your backside, you're springing your teammates for better looks, then the ball hot potatoes around and, and he gets cleaner looks for offensive rebounds or 
you know, on the dives to the rim. So I, I think that's one of the the glaring things for his game to improve upon is for a seven foot guy to not make any contact on a screen. Let's uh, let's beef him up a little bit. Okay. Um, I'm I want a uh, a, a mind body uh, switch <laughs> between him and Kevin Garnett. Ooh. Um, which I didn't he work a little bit with Kevin Garnett in the off season? I think so. uh, yeah. It's one of those. But I think he also worked with Hakeem a little bit briefly. But it's just it's kind of one of those things where I if if he could just have some fuck you in him, like Kevin Garnett does, it he would set harder screens. He would be more menacing on both ends of the court. It's kind of one of those things where. He has the he has the frame. He needs more of an ass, and he you know he put on thirty pounds or whatever, but he needs to probably put on like another thirty before like he can really kind of move around. Yeah. So he needs he, he really is a three year project. He's in year season two right now. He only played half his half a rookie campaign basically. And the summer was derailed through lingering soreness and like and, you know he still he right? still hasn't played eighty two games of NBA basketball yet. So. I'm 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 not ready to trade him yet. I'm really not. He really needs at least a full year. He needs at least another year, maybe even longer, before I really can start thinking like, okay, you're like Andrew Nicholson. I can't deal with you anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> now we're done. Yeah, but it's just I. But you can't. He's he can't get. He 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 shouldn't be the backup center right now. Kem Birch should, and Kem Birch isn't even having that good of a season either. Yeah. Which we're gonna get to Kem right now because looking at Kem Birch. And look, Burge is averaging 4.1 points per game right now, only 48.3% from the field, which is bad when all you do is like dunk and shoot from within right. like seven feet. Yeah. So um, his rebounds went up 5.3. It's because his minutes have gone up significantly from last year or from even like the two previous seasons. This is his third season with the Magic now. But I mean, he's he's played 17 games. 11 of them were starts. Right. So he didn't play basically when Vooch was healthy. And he's really not playing since Vooch got back either. So, um, and I should say, sorry, and I should say Bamba is the backup center now, not Birch. But um, it's one of those where, look, I'm surprised Kem came back. I really am. Because if the Magic got him on a really friendly contract and he's overqualified as a third center. And he signed on knowing he was not going to play. So, hey, man, he's, he's, he keeps himself ready at all times. You can use them in special situations if somebody gets in foul trouble. I got no complaints overall than to say just kind of lay off the 15-foot jumpers a little bit. Um, he's also he's also attempted a, a, like a, he's, he might attempt a three here and there, but um, I would just say lay, lay off the, the jumpers. Stick to anything seven feet and, and inside, and, uh, and we'll be okay on that. So uh, he's only attempted one three. I was thinking in the preseason when he was actually making he actually made one, but um, if he can, it, I'm trying to think what gift I should give him. Um, anything that just makes him finish a little bit better at the rim because he sets good screens uh, for this team anyway, and he's he's still he, he's still defending the ball really, uh, defending really well. And it's just one of those where I can't really ask too much more from him. I don't know if you want to give him anything, but I would just say just stronger finishing at the rim this season. Just get your percentages up to what they were last season. The man shot 60% from yeah. the field last season. He needs like a like a, a, a guaranteed 
playing time. Right? Yeah. Like, I, that's the gift to give him. Which, and... Well, everyone else needs to forget about where people were drafted and what a contract says. And if you were playing people based on merit and merit alone, he would be in the rotation. Yeah, and... For now. I kind of wonder if he'll be one of those guys that, if we do make a trade, if he'll be the sweetener. Just because he's he's really valuable to have on your roster. He's a, he's a great guy. He's he's. I hope he he gets to play for Canada in the Olympics. Assuming that not all the great Canadian NBA players join and then leave him to the way by the wayside. I don't think so. Just because it's Ken Birch. He he carried Canada like the past two years in international basketball, and it's just it's one of those where I like Cam. I I got no complaints for him. I just I. I, I like him long term. I just want to keep him here for a, a long time, especially at the price that we have him at. And he yeah. is, he's if he's fine with it, cool. Let's stick with it. So, speaking of getting guys more consistent minutes, okay. What's the one do? So he has played 15 games this season. He's only averaging about 13.4 minutes per game. He's got three starts under his belt. So some of that's because of the injuries and whatnot. Um, 3.3 points per game. That's that's a career low right now. Uh, three point percentage. It's seven and a half, seven and a half percent. Seven point seven percent. Are we talking about Michael Carter Williams right now? Uh, no. This is oh. Wesson Wondu. Oh, oh. This Uh-oh. is really Wesson Wondu. Um, he's uh, God, man. He's at thirty three point three percent from the field, and uh, now now I'm curious. What? How many threes has he even taken? Because I feel like, oh God, Wes is one of thirteen from from threes this year. Yeah. So here's a guy who got completely screwed over from Aminu and Michael Carter Williams, who we're leaving those two, you know, these, those yeah. are the last two after him last, basically. I'm not talking about any of the fringe guys, the G League guys or anything, but he, got, he really got the rough end of it because he played very well last season. He basically kept his career going last season. His second half last year was uh, incredible, surprising, and incredible yeah. for where he started um didn't have a a bad playoffs against the raptors i wanted him to play more when fournier was struggling didn't happen but it's man his confidence is just shot right now and it's a contract year for him and it's just one of those where it's like the only thing i can gift you is is trading away michael carter williams but we kind of need him um in a sadistic sad way i guess um so i would just say just i would just buy you like confidence boosters i don't know if that's like over-the-counter drugs or something (laughs) but i would just give anything to just boost his confidence to where it's like okay i'm good playing that 10 minutes okay we're good so that's that's all i got for him i don't know if you got anything specific on your mind but it's it's one of those where i can't blame wes i really can't no it's like it's one of those where that's on the coaching staff you made a decision now it's like you're throwing Wandu out there, and he needs he needs he needs time. He needs he needs games under his belt to get going. So, or maybe it's just maybe it's like okay, well, you would hope he's better than one of thirteen from three and shooting thirty three point three percent from the field. But even when he goes out there, like he's making plays, he's defending well. He's just not hitting shots. And again, that's just that's just confidence. That's just consistency. Yeah. So um, I got nothing more on that. So I'll throw a scratch off like a lottery ticket in a stocking. We'll call it a day. <laughs> to get him more money? <laughs> no. Um, oh, gosh. All right. Let's do Michael Carter-Williams. So he's at 5.2 points per game. He's played 19 games. He's out now with the shoulder injury. We don't know how long out he's, he's going to be. But 
He's been bloodied up again. He's had like he had the hip issue earlier this season. He's been wearing a mask. Um, it's not a very attractive match uh, mask on the Courtney Lee spectrum. It doesn't <laughs> look that great. Um, I would think we're about to hit twenty twenty. We can't get these guys better looking masks. Right. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just his face the way it is. They they just got to be like that. But five point two points per game. Uh, twenty three point three percent from three, which is better than last season. <laughs> Better than the fifteen percent. So, um, and then thirty seven point six percent from the field, which is again better than his his uh, his twelve game stint with the Magic to end last regular season. And so, there's no, there really isn't a better option on the roster still. No, and I don't know if God, I don't, and I, we're not going to talk about him because he hasn't gotten any playing time that matters. But Melvin Frazier or Chumo Kiki might be the guys that have to kind of come in here soon because my mcw has been playing more of a small forward role than an, than a guard role yeah and so ah oh man what like i guess i give you better health like play like you're not on blood thinners or something and you're yeah. not bleeding out yeah. all the time like it's it's one of those where now i mean my thing is i don't want him shooting as much as he's been shooting because there's some shots that look if you're open you got to shoot them but there's some threes that he's been forcing and it's just like Man, you really shouldn't be pulling that right now. So yeah, I, I would just, I mean, but he's a very unselfish player. He's still throwing his body around. He's not, even though his percentages are a little bit better, he's not really quite the spark plug that he was last season. Kind of like how Ross isn't the same spark plug he was off the bench last season. But, I mean, he's still playing okay. It's just, it's one of those where it's like, I, I, unless you come up with a trade, like you can't, or unless you decide because that's the other thing is clifford's got a love affair with this guy too <laughs> like i don't hate him i just don't like him and it's just you're, you're kind of you're, he's just kind of there he's like he goes in he makes like a few good defensive plays here and there but then like he can't finish or yeah. he he takes like one or two contested jumpers that he shouldn't and it's just like yeah you're throwing away your own personal plus minus out the window in my book so I would just say, just stay healthy. Maybe if he was 100% healthy, maybe a little bit, be a little bit different. Because, I mean, again, he's out with the shoulder. He had the jacked up hip. He put on all this weight to bulk up and be stronger, and it hasn't really worked out for him yet. No. So, that's that's my gift for him. Just just get healthier, man. That's I, yeah. I don't know. The Magic already gave him a gift when they kept him in the league for another year. So I, I didn't get him anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> You're like the person that like there's like a, a like a, a group of guys like chip in for like just add my name to the card a two hundred bo- dollar bottle of whiskey and it's just like yeah here's like a tenner and like yeah yeah well, that's it we're, we're okay with yeah. that so put my name on the card we're okay <laughs> so all right last player that we'll talk about is uh, Al Farouk Aminu he's been out since the last game of November when he got hurt he's got the knee issue he didn't have surgery so now it's like okay does he come back within the next month like what's going on because you know it's it's one of those where i guess the tear isn't bad enough that where he you know he doesn't need the surgery so then it's like okay now you got to just kind of heal up and the issue with him is he was really bad um, yeah. he, when he did play 18 games played two game two games started this season that was when uh aaron gordon was out um but 4.3 points per game 4.8 rebounds per game. Uh, he's averaging 21 minutes per contest. Oh, man, these are ugly. 25% three-point shooting, 
29.1% field goal percentage, and even his free throw percentage isn't good. It's 65.5%. Yeah, career low, both field goal and free throw percentage. It's, and, and he's a seasoned veteran, as we know. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, he's... Uh, I... I thought this was going to be a great signing because we got him with the mid-level and it was one of those where I thought we w- it was it was great because, I mean, he's had to play, uh, you know, more minutes here and there because of injuries to either Isaac or Gordon, but he's been our worst rim finisher this season. Do you think, know of anyone on the team that's finished worse than him at the basket? And he's doing all these, this hustle stuff. Like, yeah. he's busting his ass on both ends to get rebounds and... It's just it's not it's not working for him right now, and some of that I guess is that you know it's it's a new team. I mean, he was with Portland for four seasons, which was longer than any other team that he had been with prior. You know what this signing is starting to remind me of, and I hope not. Uh oh, Channing Fry. Oh man, like you like a reliable veteran that you think you know what you're gonna get, and then he just doesn't quite show up for you the way that he has in the past. And like. I, Amino's defense, Amino's defense for the most part's been pretty good, but I don't think it's been as good as it was like in Portland last season. I think overall there's there's been there's just a lot of room for improvement, and I I don't know what it's going to be like when he comes back. Does he does he him coming back help the bench at all? I have no idea. It's maybe him being out, he'll get to maybe like see more film, um, just see tendencies of his teammates and maybe that he'll you know he'll improve based off that but i mean i i need i need 2018 2019 regular season alfred camino i that's yeah. what i need that's my present is like getting a time like getting a time machine or um or i get a time machine i <laughs> kidnap 2018 19 alfred camino before the playoffs yeah. start and i bring him Stop. back and i like send the other one back or i murder the other one i don't know but um that's morbid yeah it's, it's a little morbid but all i'm right. trying to help him and i'm yeah. trying to help our team all right. he i'm sure he's not enjoying this year <laughs> other than the getting the paycheck i'm yeah. sure he's not enjoying this year too much so. Gonna, uh, so my gift is that you're you're gonna take care of the shooting with a body switch so i'll just i i guess the guy who's getting in the time machine i'll give him my mcl and graft a ligament so he can take wow it. look I at am, you mr kindness I man i'm not doing anything with it uh okay it's fair um so that's it. that's it for the players for our holiday gifts to the players. Some were some well, most of them are pretty morbid, I guess. I don't know, but um, all right, let's let's leave one for the coaching staff, I guess, or for Steve Clifford because I don't know you you have more of the official basketball mind than I do. You've been in coaching, I haven't. Um, well, I, I, high school or not high school, but whatever. Right. Yep. Cer- certain tournament coaching doesn't count. Right. Um, it's one of those where. I'm, I'm, he's still, Steve Clifford's fine this year right now. I, I don't want, there's no hot seat stuff going on with him. It's one of those things where some of the, like these injuries are helping him too. And for, as far as pressure goes now, there's still magic fans, very infuriated with his rigid rotations. Like just doesn't seem like there's much flexibility when it comes to, um, I guess minutes overall. Some of that's been to injury restrictions. I get that, but like, if a guy gets hot, like it, it's almost like Brian Hill a decade ago, where it's like if a guy gets or longer than that, God, it'd be like 15 years ago now, um, or yeah, 13 years ago. It's kind of it's like a Brian Hill thing where it's like 
he like a guy would get hot, but he wouldn't keep him. He'd pull him or whatever instead of leaving him out there an extra minute or two to see if yeah. he kept it going. And I, uh, he's he he hasn't been great with the coaches' challenges. Not that I care for coaches' challenges either, but he's gotten better though. He's been keeping that in his back pocket for the fourth quarter when it might matter. And I don't know. It's I, I I'm not I'm not judging him right now. Um, I kind of I, I kind of want to I kind of my gift to him would be uh, signing Stan Van Gundy for his coaching staff. <laughs> but one, uh, uh, Alex Martins probably would never allow that. No. And two, Stan's making way more money with like, doing his his NBA gig now, and probably is much more happier because of it. I think he's lost like thirty pounds recently too. So good for Stan. Um, I mean, they talk on the phone all the time. I mean, I'm sure he sneaks him. Like Steve, like brings Stan in for like a film session here and there, probably, yeah. but. Um, that's probably been my gift is because our offense is so crap that I would probably try and get Stan, like just see, just get, get Stan in there just have, you know, bring like Bob Byer back or something or whatever. So, um, that's kind of it for me with that. Yeah. I'm surprised at the amount of, uh, Twitter, uh, talk, negative talk. Like I, you're, we've, we've gone through the coaching carousel so much in the last seven years that mm-hmm. to think that there would be any benefit derived in changing the coaching staff over again, I think is very short sighted. Obviously when, when you have coaching experience and not nearly at the level that he's at, but you, you see the players 30 hours a week. <laughs> I mean, like you're seeing them hours and hours a day and you're privy to nagging injuries, hamstring and gluteal tightness. Yeah. You're privy to uh what the what your bosses and what the training staff are or what restrictions they're laying down on you, right? Mm-hmm. That maybe the casual fan is not. Um and while the roster is better than last year, it remains a flawed roster and to expect to get anything more than you're getting out of it other than seeing some more shots drop and and you know maybe playing the hot hand from time to time. Yeah. He's not costing us games. No, I'm he's not yeah. winning us games. No. Nah. But he's not costing us games. And I think the team is kind of what the team is going to be. So I'll I'll chip in. I'll get him some more leave. We'll try and keep the headaches at bay. Make sure he's getting his seven hours of sleep. Yeah, at night. good call. Right? Good but call. I, you know, just have a happy holiday season and come back and let's go what thirty and eleven again to you know whatever. Yeah, that sounds good to me, man. I'll I'll take like a twenty two nine stretch anytime yeah. right now in the near future. But um, yeah, before we close it out, I don't know. Is there anything that from a trade perspective, or is there anyone out there that you would want, or any type of player that you think the Magic should focus on? Because I, I mean, look, I'm gonna tell you, the Magic, if they can, they need to try and get a guy like a a, a scoring guard that yeah. can hit threes, like. Bradley Beal would be amazing on this team, but he signed that extension, yeah. so it's like, damn. Exactly. Um, I don't want DeRozan. I don't want Drew Holiday. Those are the two names that were kind of floated around. Like, I don't want Kyle Lowry. Like, I don't like. Give me no. a guy that's in his twenties. That's like, there's room for improvement still, and but that can that can be the guy where it's like, here, take the ball. And so either you can gamble on more young players. Or you can try and because it, it's, we're getting to that point now where the the, the Ham and Wellman are going to have to make a trade if the Magic are kind of lingering like this because eventually one of those teams below us, be it Chicago, Detroit, or even Charlotte, might uh, might take that eight spot from us, and so 
I, I, I don't know. Do, do you have anything, anyone specific on your mind? Like I threw out Anthony Simons. I threw out maybe uh, a Bogdanovich, maybe um, from the Kings. Like yeah. it's, I don't know. It's kind of, do you agree? That's the type of, cause I, I think from a point guard's perspective, I think with Fultz and Augustine, we're fine. And even Josh Majette as the third guy, like Josh Majette can sling it in the G league. Like I like him. He's good. So um, I think our issues are because, Unless Ross starts catching fire again, like we need like a guard that can score. Like we need yeah. a wing that can score. Like we just need it because Fournier is about as maxed out as he's going to be. Right, that yeah, of he's what not he's get done. Better, right. So I, I don't know. It's you know. I, I mean the trade targets that you mentioned are probably the same names that that I think would be appropriate. You're at this point. I think you're trying to solidify a playoff berth for this year but you're also trying to match the new timeline of jonathan isaac and markel faults into the future so yeah that's the other thing is you know even though we've we've got a little bit of more room to deal with uh cap wise because of the mozgov thing um i don't expect anything and i don't expect anything in this this summer we're, we're we don't have any money for free agent it's going to be summer of 2021 and everybody's going to be trying to get into the Giannis Adetokounmpo sweepstakes and all that. So, but all right, we appreciate you listening to another episode. Uh, please subscribe and give us a wonderful rating. Tweet us any of your questions and feedback. Penny, what's your Twitter handle? At Spencer Strode. And I'm at Papa Giorgio MBO. With that, go Magic. Take care. Happy holidays. Whatever uh, holiday, whatever anything you might be celebrating right now. We hope you enjoy it and just win. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. Yeah. Get out the way, get the-